Hello, and welcome to The Faculty Chronicles, TFC, a podcast sponsored by the Turo Center on Excellence in Teaching and Learning and the Office of the Provost. Your TFC podcast hosts are me, Professor Gina Bardwell, and Dr. Elizabeth Uni. Across academic disciplines, Turo faculty are producing great work, and the Faculty Chronicles wants you to hear all about it. TFC podcasts will highlight faculty chatting about their favorite project in research, teaching, learning, science, medicine, technology, and so much more. So let's get busy building community, connection, and continuous conversation tour-wide. Our next Faculty Chronicle guest is on deck waiting to chat. Welcome, Tira Bluestone. Welcome to the Faculty Chronicles. Tira was a valedictorian of the 2013 graduating class, majoring in early childhood and special education. And after graduating with her BA, she started her master's program in special education at Turo, Graduate School of Education. Tira is an accomplished musician, and for over 10 years, she's used her musical and innovative teaching skills working with young people with a variety of special needs. Currently, she's employed at Arts Horizon as a teaching artist, where Tira Time music programs are now virtual, helping to build self-esteem and encourage social interaction through the language of song. Arts Horizon arts education programs are under contract with John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts and the Department of VSA and Accessibility. Both programs merge the fields of art, healthcare, and academics to create a space of comprehensive education, healing, and expression for residential and special needs students with extended or residential hospital stays. Tira is also working at the International Academy of Hope, I Hope, as the director of their music program. She also works at SNAC as a music therapist and movement instructor. This is an activity center for children and adults with autism spectrum disorders and other developmental and behavioral abilities. Welcome, Tira. We're so glad you could join us on the Faculty Chronicles. Now you took music and combined them with your teaching skills and used them for students with special needs. And, and I think it's a career which seems profoundly fulfilling. I'd like to begin with your musical journey first. Could you tell us a little bit about what it was like for you as a student at the New York School of Performing Arts? Yeah, I'd love to. First, I just want to say it's a thrill to be here with you. And I love being a part of alumni special events. And I'm so proud to be an alumni of Toro College. Being a part of the high school performing arts is what you ask. And I am happy to say that I was thrilled to have been accepted into the high school performing arts because it's difficult to get into the school. You have to audition for the school and there's a, a rigorous process. So we know you're a true New York performing artist, but you've also worked on Broadway and off Broadway. Talk about that experience. What was that like? I had my first off-Broadway experience when, when I was under 10 years old, and I played Nick in A Thousand Clowns. Wow. I just remember that it was 
a thrilling experience for me. Later, uh, when I was in my teenage years, I auditioned and made it into the off-Broadway theater called the First All Children's Theater, and that was on Broadway and 65th Street. That was exciting because that was when I first started my musical experience in theater. And I got the lead in one of their musicals called Guess Again. Funny enough, my, my twin sister, who also went to high school performing arts with me, uh, was also in that theater company with me. Wow. And so we were in the show together. And that was a lot of fun. And sounds like where you got a lot of skills. You learned a lot about music, about theater, and a lot about performing. It wasn't until later, though, that I performed on Broadway at the Ed Sullivan Theater in a musical called Dreamtime, where I was singing one of this, my original songs that I wrote called Find Yourself a Dream Come True. You've had such a storied career. So now, how did you hear about Turo? What brought you to us? In the midst of all of this that was happening, and there was a woman in my group, and she says, uh, why don't you uh, go back to school? And I said, well, that's an idea. She said, my daughter went to Toro and she took education and it was a, a great school. So I said, all right, I'll look into it. So I went and I went to Toro and I looked into it and I found out that I needed to have finished high school or have a GED. And unfortunately I had neither. It wasn't until years later when I was just driven to all of a sudden go through school, get that GED, get that college entrance exam. I found a study course that I could study for free. And I just went vroom, vroom, vroom. And I took off like an airplane. Did you know what you wanted to major in or study when you came? I had no idea what I wanted to do when I came. I just knew that the timing was right for me to go back to school. I kept going back and forth. I didn't know if I wanted to be a doctor, if I wanted to be an educator. I knew I wanted to work with children because I was already working with children. I was I had already begun my career working with children, doing music therapy before I went to school. And I just did what came naturally to me and it seemed to be the right direction. And uh, when I did go to school and what it really did for me was confirm that I was going in the right direction and that I was on the right track. And it took me one step further to be a professional educator. And that's how I was able to blend my music and my education to work with the kids in music therapy. I know you write music. And how do you uh, incorporate those songs? I originally wrote the songs because I saw what they needed to learn. The kids, they would tell me what they needed to learn. This one little boy used to come running up to me and he'd see me with the guitar and he'd get so excited and he'd throw his arms around himself and he'd look around the room like to see if everyone was as excited as he was and he'd throw the name of the song out at me and he's like, be kind to your pets. <laughs> and he'd like wait for me to play it. And I don't know a song called Be Kind to Your Pet. So I was like, I guess I can write one. So I did. And I wrote a song, Be Kind to Your Pet. It seems to me it brought them such joy uh, that I would give them the song that they were asking for that I just kept doing it. It, it would drove me to become passionate about wanting to continue. Be kind to your pets. They will love you too. Show them you love them with all that you can give them kisses and hug them good night. 
Just don't ever tease them, cause they might bite. Be kind to your pets, and love your pets, and pet your pets, but gently. Your pets are a part of your family. Oh, you, you've also turned some of those songs, you've turned them into video recordings, right? I did. I um, have been able to use the songs that I created and draw pictures for each song and throw them together with the song uh, and, and make a music video. And so I've made music videos for uh, almost every song that I have. And it's funny because when I work with the kids in the school, I taught them the sun salutation through music. Oh, yeah. I wrote a song for the sun salutation and they're so cute. They're so little. And they're going like this. One hands together, two reach out up and back, three bending over, four one foot back, five other foot back, six knees, chest and chin, seven up into the cobra, a downward dog begins, nine <laughs> stepping forward, ten the other leg, eleven reach out up and back, twelve hands together to say, wasn't that so very much fun doing the sun salutation. Oh, I like that. I like that. So I put it into song. So that's what I do with the kids. Whatever they need to learn, I put it into song. What do you, what do you think special needs students understand about the power of music? You know what? That's a great question. And I'm going to answer it very carefully because I think that there's not the need for an understanding with these children. It's an experience of joy that comes. They're connecting with me in a way that they don't connect to people on a daily basis because they don't have the ability uh, with their dysfunctionality. Well, the video that I reviewed where you were playing the guitar for that beautiful child in the wheelchair. And then after you were finished, you said, you know, put your hands together, put your hand on the instrument. And then she said, stretched the cross and laid her hands across the guitar. It was a profound moment. Do you, do you think art programs like the ones, all the ones that you are involved in, the three that I mentioned, and I'm sure there are more. Do you think it's going to continually be hard to get those funded, uh, even for teaching artists like you? Well, you know, it's interesting because it's the thing that's most needed in the schools. And it's the first thing that gets cut when the funding gets lowered. And you know, it's shaky ground to know whether it will continue to get funded. It, it's, it's not shaky ground to know that it's needed. I just know that it's something that brings joy and I want to be a part of it. I wouldn't be able to do any of this if it wasn't for my education at Toro. I mean that. I, I can't even value enough the, what I got out of my education at Toro, going for the bachelor's and going for the master's. And I had such support around me and it made me feel like a million dollars on that day when I gave that valedictorian speech. 
because it was a great speech. I was there. <laughs> all of my hard work was recognized and I did work hard and it was important to me. It was the most important thing in my life. And because I have what I do is I write songs, then I draw books for every song. Then I combine the songs and books to make music videos and computer games. So it's a four part multi-sensory stimulation. Well, we're very proud of you, Aturo. We're proud to play a part in your career success. Just keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you. And I'm going to tell you to keep doing what you're doing at Toro because you can keep churning out people like me to help the world. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for tuning in to the Faculty Chronicles, TFC, Turo's podcast featuring the projects and work of faculty throughout the Turo College and University system. TFC is sponsored by the Office of the Provost and Kettle, the Center for Excellence in Teaching and Learning. We hope you like what you heard and will keep listening. So join us next time on The Faculty Chronicles as we highlight and share faculty achievements that build community, connection, and continuous conversation.